Sometimes you're flush and sometimes you're bust. And when you're up, it's never as good as it seems. And when you're down, you never think you're going to be up again. But life goes on. Remember that. Money isn't real, George. It doesn't matter. It only seems like it does. Okay, guys, go ahead. Let's get started. Right. Wait, I feel like I'm... Look, I'm trying to take control. Like, if it's my podcast, I'm sorry. No, no, I... <laughs> Yeah, so Joelle, how did you get started uh, podcasting? Let's start with that. Sure. So I started about two years ago. Um, I work in the corporate field. I'm in accounts payable. And all day I'm getting in trouble for talking too much and people making people laugh all the time. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start my own podcast so I can talk whenever and as long as I want. So that's kind of what started the podcast going on. And I always feel like there's so much like negative media going on and, and stuff like that. So I just wanted um, somewhere positive that people can just channel in for a good laugh and, and just positivity. So that's where yeah. I yeah, they came from. And then, you know, and how did you come up with or um, on the basis of having a mixture of culture of both, you know, Spanish and English, how did that come into play? Right, so um, I'm Mexican American, so I wanted. That, are, you, are you American Mexican or Mexican American? Mexican American. There's a difference. <laughs> What's the difference? Is there a difference? Yeah, the difference is either. So if you're Mexican American, that means you naturalized to the United States. If you are of Mexican heritage, that means you are a second generation American or okay. a third generation American. Okay. Um, but means your parents. Um, still speak like you know culturally Joelle we would know if I went into your home and you're you know speaking, you know, speaking Spanish si estoy hablando con sus padres y ellos you know se gustan hablar en español y, uh -huh. y casi no no entiende or casi no habla entiende perfectamente pero no pero entiende inglés entonces ellos son you know mexicanos que viven en, en, en los Estados Unidos Oh, okay, perfecto. Okay. You sound like you were actually your you have Mexican heritage, but you were born and raised in the United States. That is correct. Okay. So I'm American Mexican. Okay. That's so weird. You know, you call it whatever you want. It's I'm all Latina. you. I'm yeah, Latina. you're Latina. Soy Latina. Quien no, right? Everyone loves it when they have rojo, loco, ojos azules. Yeah, I'm a, very, I'm a very pale Latina. <laughs> Who is it? I've been a, I've been a pale Latino for a long time. So, so where are you from? Uh, born and raised Las Vegas, second generation. Both of us. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my genealogy is Irish English, fifty fifty. Very cool. Straight down the line. Very very cool. I'm also born and raised in Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. What high school? Durango and Sarah Vista. Oh, uptown. I was I was born in Naked City, but I was raised in uh, Spring Valley. Oh wow, Naked City's rough. Yeah, I know. I'm a rough. little hood. Yeah, <laughs> that is truly the hood. A, a, a lot of people in Vegas don't know about Naked City. I, I, I know. We're at the hospital. Drove through Naked City on their way home to Spring Valley. There's no hospital through Naked City. Yeah, there is. Made a diversion. Is there? There was Vegas World, but there yes. was no hospital. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we both went to, well, you didn't go to basic, did you? No, you went to, everyone thinks I went to basic, but everyone who knows me knows me knows I went to Cheyenne. Oh. And half the students nice. in Cheyenne went to El Dorado, came from either El Dorado or Western or, or, uh, or out in the Northwest, or which would be like Centennial or uh, uh, Cimarron Memorial. And so, you but know, Durango wasn't even around when I was in high school. Oh, no. That Us wasn't either. a school then. Yeah, and then we were actually the first graduating class of Sierra Vista. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, and I was the first graduating class of Cheyenne when I was the first. Cheyenne, Cimarron Memorial, and Green Valley were the first, like, new schools oh. in, like, 13 years. So, oh, prior, prior to that was Bonanza, and now there's just a buttload of them everywhere. So, yeah. Yeah. What hospital were you guys born? I was born at a hospital that's no longer existent. Well, what's that? Huh? What hospital? A women's hospital. Oh, Me really? too, women's hospital. Flamingo, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Boulder City. Wow, very cool. The city doesn't have a maternity ward anymore. That's so, so crazy. Yeah. Well, the rocks there have special chemicals in them, so I'm sure it's for cutting down on birth defects. So stop. <laughs> Not in Boulder City. Yeah. Not in Boulder City. Henderson, maybe. No, Boulder City. Boulder City. Legit, yeah. No. You know, it's funny. I, I never even lived in Boulder City. I've always lived in Henderson. I think my dad just wanted to torture my mom for a longer drive to go up there. Or he had to go <laughs> with the doctor. I don't know why. But, yeah, I, I was born in Boulder City. So Very cool. Yeah. So uh, you have a family. You have small children at home? Correct. So uh, I have three children. I have Adrian. He's about to be six. Next week, I have Abraham. He's three, and I have a baby that's about to be one. So my hands are full. Wow. Right. So when I started La Llave, um, I was all for it. We, we were doing, like, weekly podcasts. We're recording, you know, three, four recordings a day and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then my son started school, um, and then I had the baby, and my whole world pretty much changed. So now it's... It went from a weekly podcast to a monthly podcast, and now it's like a... Whenever you can podcast. Whenever I can podcast, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I really liked your last episode. It was right at the beginning, I think, at the quarantine. You were interviewing a, a healthcare worker. Yeah. He was uh, my ex-co-host, uh, actually. Oh, is that oh, who yeah. it was? Yes. It was a service co-host or ex-boyfriend, so... No, we didn't think that at all. That's what you told me. I, I did not say that. I did not well, it was a relationship. Now he's back. I apologize to Ellie. I apologize. No, it's no. okay because we actually have a breakup episode where we told our audience why we're, you know, going our separate ways and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was oh, a really? we boyfriend and girlfriend, but it was a, a working relationship. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, I guess you were right. Yeah, of course. Of course. Anyways, uh, <laughs> No, but I really liked the episode. You, you guys were talking about, uh, you know, some of the challenges he was going through in the hospital and the right. people that were working for him, cleaning stuff up, doing that kind of stuff. And I just thought it was, I, and I like how you start your podcast on a very positive note, you know, of, of, and just like you said, there is a lot of negativity, a lot of false information, and especially during this quarantine stuff. There's right. so much crap out there that people are, are grabbing onto. Uh, the guy we just had in the studio uh, before your show, we had a certified therapist in here talking about the same thing, you know, and uh, you, you really got to be 
careful and cipher through some a lot of that negative stuff. So that's why I, I really like finding your podcast of the positivity that you guys really put out there. Yeah, so. thank you so much. Yeah, and like I was saying in that episode, I try to not really listen to the news so much. Um, mm -hmm. I do hear and I do like watch it here and there just to you know be in the loop of everything. But you know, as far as that, like point like logging into watching it every day I don't like I try to just surround myself with positivity not only that but I need to keep myself calm in order to keep my home and my children calm as well so absolutely so how Rami was like freaking out so I'm like let me get a podcast let me get an episode out really quick <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so how, how was the quarantine with your family yeah I, I I'm assuming you had a couple kids in school so they had some like online schooling well we are doing we have a little quarantine crew going on. So it's my husband, uh, myself, my brother, and my parents. My parents and my brother are in the hotel industry, and they got laid off. They were the first ones to get laid off, so which worked out perfect for me because now I had full-time nannies, and my brother, was doing, he's been doing all the homeschooling for my son. Oh, okay. So I really can't complain. Quarantine has been wonderful to me. My husband and I are still working and my parents and my brother have just stepped up and helped us a lot with the kids. Oh, wow. And so where do you and your husband work? So my husband, he's a civil engineer. Okay. And good. like I said, I work for a county. Yeah, I don't like to mention the hotel industry, but um, so yeah, we're, I'm working from home. My husband still has to go out into the field. Um, but yeah, we're just taking it day by day. I'm just trying to be positive about everything. We have no control over it. So I'm just making the best out of it. I'm like bonding with everybody. Like I've never spent so much time with my brother because, you know, we've always had different schedules. Um, same with my parents, you know, uh, one parent works graveyard, the other one swing. I've always worked day shift and now um, their schedules are free. So they get to see a whole lot yeah. more of me. And I'm, Definitely I'm taking advantage of the time, huh? For, yeah, for sure. Like I'm bonding with them so much. I'm connecting. Um, even with my children, you know, I have that extra time now. I can go to the gym. So um, that's keeping me more at home. And on my lunch breaks, I get to spend time with them. And it's just, it's been, it's been great. I've been trying to, you know, get the best out of this whole experience, you know? Absolutely. That was one of the things that that therapist said is, how important it is to communicate with other people and how yeah. he, how did he say it? Like he didn't like the word social distancing. Yeah. It should right. be called physical distancing. Yeah, Anytime absolutely. ever we should be more social is, is right now with right. Our family and friends and stuff like that. Yeah. And we have this technology, like use it. There's FaceTime, there's zoom calls, there's a house party apps. Um, there's so much, there's, so much going on that you can still use to stay, stay connected. There's oh, yeah. We even did, uh, my son was really insistent on it. So we did, uh, um, Fortnite had a concert with a bunch of those five DJs. <laughs> kids nice. Did yeah, I did it too. We had it on two TVs, rocking it out. So, yeah. and, cool. uh, yeah, that was cool. Um, well, what about your audience, Julie? How are you communicating? Let's talk about communicating. How are you communicating best with your audience? Like, um, so like I, so like I mentioned, I, I thought I had to bring up that episode to shine some light um, yeah. during quarantine. And thanks to that episode, like I got a lot of emails, um, people like telling me what they were going through, um, what they were feeling, and that's really how I connect with my audience through through emails. Awesome. Now. Um, um, 
Where was I going to go for the next question? I don't know. I don't know. It's been a long day. So uh, you, guys, you guys are badass. You guys have been doing back-to-back recordings. That's yes. Well, we, we try to book it most in one day uh, as much as we can because, yeah. I mean, he's a realtor uh, and uh, I work construction and we both are still very busy. And uh, we also have families. I have seven children. Yeah. How many kids? Wow. Are and I'm complaining about three. Yeah, yeah. Really, I only have three, too. And so, yeah, Adam, yeah. He, Adam's like, well, no matter what, I got more kids. He's like, I don't say you that. I had to teach like, I had to teach like every grade, and I have to do like college prep for one. So, so. I feel like I was doing college prep with a kindergartner. Oh. They had dude. all these projects going on. I'm like, oh my gosh, it was crazy. It was crazy. My poor wife, she's worked very hard. And it's funny, I have three, I have three in high school, a junior high, and then some elementary kids. So I have six of my seven kids in six different Zooms, six different classes, right. all the time. But my oldest is a senior this year. So she has really kind of struggled through this. And something we put together is that she's also a 9-11 baby. So she was born that year. And then this is their graduating class. That's crazy. So it's kind of like this. So I've kind of teased with her, like saying, well, I I don't know what to tell you. I guess your life's just going to (laughs) suck. Oh, no. You you came into the world at a tough time. You're graduating at a tough time. She has to look at the bright side of things. Like me, I'm so excited because my son's birthday is next week. So I just saved a bunch of money on a birthday party. A bunch of stress on starting a birthday party, and all we're doing is a little drive-by parade, which yeah. is perfect. The child still feels uh, still feels uh, special, and I save a lot of money. And my one-year-old, well, she's uh, twelve months; she'll be a year in June. So I'm like, yeah, I get to save on another birthday party. Right. So I'm just trying to look at the best out of all of this. Oh yeah, and, and that's what I, I I try to tell her. This is something you're always going to remember for the yeah. rest of your life. You know, yeah. and uh, I think the school is still going to do something. Uh, they haven't, they haven't, they don't have a concrete date exactly when they're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, all my kids go to a charter school. So uh, I, I think, and this senior class is the first graduating charter school class in Southern Nevada. Oh, so wow. this is the first senior year. So they're not going to just let this go and like meld. No, them. I'm sure they're not. They're going to do something. They're just going to have to wait until they're able to open up and actually get in there and, and yeah. actually do something. Yeah. And something else I want to say too, Joel, is it's been really uh, pretty awesome with our podcast and his daughter graduating this year is he has brought some great perspectives for some of our guests because now he's asking them questions as a dad of a child who's graduating who you know is getting into possibly the the labor force or hey what careers are out there for her and so that has been actually exciting for me because he brings that like fresh perspective and then like some of our guests are like they're like hey no one ever asked us about that like we just had a pilot on and and to talk about how he got into aeronautics and what excites him is why he got into that industry. And 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 I didn't know this guy loved aeronautics as well. So it was like like cracks kind of forced upon me. Yeah. And so, but that's like a benefit. So when you talk about, you know, your kids, you know, it's obviously part of our podcast. 
how does your husband deal with you having a podcast? Because I know for my wife and his wife, that's always been a struggle. It, it does help increase our listenership because right. our wives always listen. My wife doesn't listen at all. Oh, really? My wife listens <laughs> every podcast. And you know, that way, you know, there's always a little knife hanging out there like, hey, did you say something wrong? Yeah. Did, did you right. on someone that, um, because sometimes I can be, uh, quick-witted about things or, you know, Adam and I can get, you know, can get to be He says quick-witted, but he means crossing the line. That's what it means. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, my husband's really, really supportive. Uh, and I am like, who you see, like, who you see is what you get. Like, I, whatever I feel, I say it, whatever my mood is that day, that's the mood that you get on the podcast. Um, and he loves me just the way I am. Even before when I had a co-host, People would ask me, does your husband ever get jealous because he spends so much time with George? And and George would come over to the house all the time because, you know, our studio was here. Mm -hmm. um, and no, my husband's just been really supportive this whole time, you know. He, he's, he's my rock. Like, whatever I can't get done, like, the technical stuff, he does it for me. Nice. I just bring my personality. He does everything else behind. <laughs> he oh, brings my, he recruits the guests. He sometimes, like, reply to our listeners emails and he's he's really supportive he's really good like right now he's downstairs with all three of the kids um sounds like a keeper sounds yeah. like a keeper we're, we're really supportive. so for us joelle that's and the reason i lead into that is um so originally that's what the basis of our podcast was going to be like hey we're going to have a manly podcast yeah. for men to discuss men's issues and right. what that was the idea at the beginning. that was the idea at the beginning and, and it's and it, it's melted into this what we have today where we have men and women and right. coming in like one of our biggest episodes was bringing in a divorced couple talking about co-parenting and we got a lot of interaction with that and now we have some guests that are from the entertainment industry um, you know we just had Las Vegas's original rock band hemlock on and we got a lot of activity from that and that was that was a blast of a of an episode yeah and so um it, and we're starting to develop some regular um guests that we want to do on like a monthly basis do you have any regular guests that you rely on and that you know have really moved you forward um you know when i first started the podcast i wanted to start with friends and family that i felt comfortable recording with um just so i can kind of get you know comfortable with the idea of recording i couldn't even stand my voice at first on the podcast um, and everybody I would invite to the podcast would tell me like, what do I have to offer? You know, I'm just any other person. Like I'm not inspiring. And then once again, on the mic and we start talking to them, like their stories are like out of this world. Mm -hmm. So like I always tell people like everybody has a past, everybody has a story, everybody has a journey and like anybody can be inspiring. And that's like the beauty about a, a podcast, you know, like so many like people come on and with like totally different lifestyles and they have so much to offer to the episode. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that's something that we found. Uh, one of the biggest joys in starting the podcast was the people we get to meet, you know, yeah. and we can hear their stories, right. but we noticed this, this magic of the microphone. Yes. You know, the, the minute we hit record, we've right. had a couple experiences that we've had uh, that people just completely opened up yeah. and they share these, really intimate uh personal stories about their childhood or their life 
Right. And some of them were very tear jerking. Some of them were inspiring. Yeah. Uh, we had, we had a fighter on, uh, and he, he says he never really talked about it, but until the microphones came on, right. he, he talked about his personal feelings about his dad dying when he was young yeah. and how that led to kind of crime, but then led to his fighting career. And it, it was just a real inspirational story to hear. So that's kind of the magic of this is people want to tell their story and yeah. you're giving them a, a platform to do it. And exactly. it's, it's amazing what comes out of it. It's amazing because I, you know, when I started, I, I wanted to have this platform to inspire other people, to help other people out there. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, my guests were helping me. They were with their stories. They were inspiring me. They were helping me like they were changing my lives. So it's, it's been such a blessing to have this podcast. Where do you want to, so Joelle, in, in thinking about the future is where do you, where do you see La Jave in the future? Like, do you want to discuss, like, we were talking about your heritage as a Latina. Right. Is, is that a voice that you want to, to expand on? Where do you, where do you, where do you see La Jave pointing in the future? Like, definitely. You know, yeah. What can we expect from La Jave? I, I just want to continue impacting and helping lives. Um, when I first started, it started like a fun project. My, my co-host George, he was single living the bachelor life and I was married with kids. So we combined both lifestyles and we kind of made comedy out of it while, you know, inspiring our guests, our audience with our guests. But then our, my podcast kind of went to a different direction as to like all my, all my uh, guests were women uh, telling their stories. So it got to a point where my co-host couldn't really relate to our topics anymore. He couldn't really relate to the podcast anymore. So I don't know, to answer your question, I don't know exactly in what direction the podcast will go. I feel like every season that I have, it's like different guests. It's a, it's a different, a different vibe, you know? So I just want to continue. I just want to see where it goes. I want to continue bringing in amazing people that'll inspire and, and help other people and just see where it goes. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, to be honest, I love to be a, a, a host on a television show one day. So maybe my La Llama will get me there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it, the fun thing about it, this all, you know, we came up with an idea. We decided to go for it. Yes. And it's just kind of have morphed into what we have now. And right. it, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I would like to see, you know, to reverse that question to us, but like, I would love to see this podcast get to a point where we're interviewing. We, we want to keep it here in Southern Nevada and keep it growing here, but right. get it to a point where, where, you know, we interview some big people. here. Of course. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, like, like when people want to hear something about Las Vegas, big sports stars, big entertainment stars, big people like that and enhance our, uh, our interviewing skills. I'll be honest, like your podcast, tune into your podcast, right? Yeah. What, what was that? You want to, yeah. you want people to automatically think of tuning into your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think on this very similar uh, theology as well is we, we look for those stories and people. And, and I think that's what we, you know, we turn into is, you know, we thought we'd be giving, we, we find, you know, dads that were doing great things and we did and we do, 
but now we also have so many other stories within those mm -hmm. and so many relevant topics and right. you know you talk about like most of your guests were turning into women we're, we're finding we actually have a lot of women love to listen to our show right and so now we cover more broader uh, strokes and more broader topics and right. and it, and it actually, I think, has helped balance us out in, in totality. And not and, only that, not only your guests, but also as your lives change, you guys will also be inspiring other people, you know, through your journey. There was a time where my husband and I were very disconnected, um, and I shared that on the podcast. People were like, oh, I, I love your relationship. I love your marriage. Um, I love to have what you have. And I'm like, no, listen, this is what we're going through. Um, there's no ideal situation. And by me opening up, about my life and my relationship, I was also able to help a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Like we have this platform, we have to use it to help others. We yeah. have to. And, and, and I think that's too, that's a basis for our podcast as well as we love to serving the community. And I think that's what Adam was, was alluding to yeah. is, is, you know, we're trying to invest a lot of, you know, some of the capital and, when we say that it's not always just money we're talking about time we're talking about effort it's very time consuming it yeah is consuming. And, and, and trying to get our messages out there and and that's what i love about you know our guests is i always pitch it as hey let me help you we've got a platform we want to get your message out there and right. and, and we're getting better at it like every time it's, yeah. it's like hitting the gym you know we're, we're trying to do better uh better preludes so yeah and then the, the further I got into the podcast, um, I had like all these amazing people on it. It was crazy. It was like they were just, I was meant to meet them and they were just meant to be a part of the podcast. It's crazy. It's like the more um, you dedicate time into the podcast, like you just start meeting all these people. Like I feel like the podcast really opened a lot of doors for us. Oh, well. yeah. And we've noticed that as our Instagram and some of our social media accounts are slowly growing and getting more and more listeners and more and more people out there, you know, it, right. it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you do most of your interviewing with Zoom or do they come to your house or it kind of split up? Right, the first year it was all uh, people coming to the studio, which is my right. home. I just, I, I liked having that one-on-one -on -one face to face interaction with my guest. Um, and it was just fun. We started off with like, we would drink and you know, to calm my nerves, but I kind of made it seem like it was a drinking show, <laughs> but it was really for me. Um, and then when my co-host moved to Texas, we were forced to do Zoom. Mm -hmm. And that's when I, I kind of started doing the Zoom calls. But it, do I prefer one-on-one? -on -one? I do. Um, I feel like the connection is just different. The vibe is different. Um, but now that we were interviewing people from other states, like Zoom is the best option to go. Oh, absolutely. And we, man, I mean, we would like to keep it focused here in Southern Nevada, but opening it up to other people out there is definitely. Well, I mean, we have some other, we have some guests coming up that are from different states. Yeah. And originally because they visit, they used to visit here all the time. And now that we're starting to develop more like Zoom, uh, Zoom meeting uh, about broadcasts like that. So we're going to have a, pod, a broadcast coming up about direct to consumer. You know, Adam was talking about social media, and so we have one of our guests who owes us some swag. Um, 
<laughs> We've been plugging them for a while. We haven't gotten nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, but the great thing is he is like his whole business is centered or was centered around until they got some corporate uh, contracts around direct to consumer. So the ads that you see on Instagram and Facebook, that was the basis of their company. They just, they just got three huge corporate contracts and now they're trying to fulfill those contracts. Yeah. He's like, we're, they're still doing DTC, but it was great hearing with him. I wish we were recording it when he was in town mm -hmm. of the DTC industry. And cause I think all of us don't realize we actually participate in the direct to consumer economy. And a lot of times we don't realize it. They're like, Oh yeah, I saw that on Instagram. Oh, I saw that on Facebook. Well, really what you're seeing and if you're buying directly from that from that uh, producer you're you're actually producing in a whole different a new in industry category and that's another great thing about the podcast is you know and this is even one of my close friends from college and to know what he's at to actually know that that's an industry now right. was actually pretty interesting and you know and then even like we just had dr chad and we're going to have dr chad on a regular basis he talked about stem cell therapies. It was great because I, you've heard that all the time. We talk about sports and we're talking about how some of these mega athletes, you know, yeah. stay in shape. And you hear these buzzwords and you think as a recreational athlete, like, oh, man, if I could afford some of those therapies, man, I'll be playing pro too. Right. Dr. Chad got in and went, popped the balloon and He's like, no, Eric, you lost, you lost that many years ago. So, right. But yeah, you know, we, that's we the beauty of having like different guests. Like you take something with you from each one. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and you learn a lot. You know, you learn a lot. Yeah. And your friends are starting to learn a lot about you. I mean, like I, I've noticed when I go to work, a lot of my buddies will listen to the podcast, and yeah. they don't know I share a story, and they they never knew that about. <laughs> I yeah, share same something. here. They're like, Joey, I can't believe you said that. I'm like. That's me. That's who I am. <laughs> so sometimes I'm kind of happy if my husband doesn't tune in too much. Um, I think he hears enough of me around the house. He doesn't have to tune in to me while I work. But, um, and I think people love to hear when you're real. If you keep it oh, real, yeah. like people love it. People would always ask me, hey, do you write down like a sketch of what you're going to say? Do you have notes? I'm like, no. I just, I, I just start recording and whatever happens, like, like you said, when we turn on the mic, the magic happens and I just, mm -hmm. I let it go. So our first episode was recorded in the microphone right in this laptop. We didn't have anything else and it was in his kitchen and you can hear the kids getting ice out of the refrigerator in the no, back. No, you're supposed to go in the closet or <laughs> under the, under the blanket. <laughs> Have you guys tried that going under a blanket together? And no. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Joelle, yeah, this is not confession hour. That's no, respect, no blankets, no closet for him and I. No. I see what you're trying to insinuate, Joelle. Uh, hey, it's for the love and the passion of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. No, well, we, uh, well, we didn't have it then. We were just trying to break into it. But, but it was one of our most popular episodes because it was so raw. And right. it was so real. And uh -huh. what we talked about was it, that week when we started it, Mikhail's just closed here in Las Vegas. And, and we had a great debate because both of us growing up here, 
I never really liked eating there. Me neither. He loved eating there. Like we, it was a so, family tradition. So, so I know it's embarrassing to sit, be in the same room with them, right, Joelle? You're like, come <laughs> on. But then again, I, I never really go to Mexican restaurants anyways because the house isn't really mexican it's not that, it's that not. so i can just go to my half my grandma's house and have that food for free so right joelle come on stop <laughs> tell me you went to my house i did go a few times i didn't really care for it i had the jimmy jack oh oh what a sweet Dude, job i would high five you right now. i'd rather have the chimichanga from roberto's and that kind of has fries. It's not about the entrees. It was so as a kid, you got the TCT, and that was special. And then as an adult, dude, I could I would pound those chips and salsa. Did you go to one on Charleston? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, uh, we always went to the one on uh, was it Trop? Yeah, Trop over by UNO. Maryland. Yeah, and then so. Well, then before Rebel Games, when I moved when I moved out to the South Side and I had a family and I would take the family to Rebel Games, uh -huh. that was beforehand. And you know, now I'm a little bit of a social a social butterfly, so of course going to Mikhail's <laughs> is like going to Costco for me. Oh, what's up? Oh, what's up? You know, it's like a little pregame. So yeah, I but but nonetheless, we had a fantastic conversation about it. We talk about how. The way we ate as a child affects the way we eat as adults. Yeah, I was so, just thinking that during quarantine. Yeah, so we opened up about it. And I even talk about my parents' divorce. I was raised by my dad, and my dad was not a very good cook. So he burned everything. And even to this day, I love all my food overcooked. I like, I mean, I turn my toast all the way up to the end. You know, like, I mean, I want it right before a hockey puck. This and, is why we had a therapist on it. He has <laughs> issues. You need nutritionist, that's what you need. No, yeah. uh, a therapist and a nutritionist, yes. Yes, I was just thinking that because now that my mom's cooking every day, um, I'm like, oh my God, they cook with all this grease, all oh, tortilla, great. <laughs> all Coke, all soda. I'm like, oh my God. I remember growing up, my dad's like, I'm going to diet. I'm going to eat all cup of noodles. Like that was his diet, cup of noodles. Like that's so Filled with sodium. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. So like the first month, I was eating with my mom's meals every day, and like I was gaining like all this weight, and I'm like, I need to stop. I, I can't continue to do this. But yeah, like growing up, we ate so horrible. Well, and, and but we learned from that first episode that a real episode, like get away from trying to be perfect, saying every word perfect saying every sentence perfect. Exactly. People, people can relate to like a real conversation, just yeah. like they would if they you were at work or at the bar or at a sports game. Right. They can relate to that. If they want perfection, they can tune into one of the big news networks or anything else, but yeah. to get real conversations. So then we did away with trying to be 100% perfect, and we just – the main thing we keep working on is kind of like perfecting our audio to make it sound as best as we can. I mean, I'll give you a tip on that when we get off air. Yes. Oh yes. We can, we will take any tip. That we <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, we've learned a lot. I mean, yeah. we've, we've, uh, it's been a, a fantastic opportunity and fantastic experience. And I, I'm, I'm kind of completely hooked and, yeah. And once again, I am grateful. My I do spend a lot of time away from home with my work alone. And then 
we try to work in these Tuesday nights where we do back to back. So I don't, we're not here every night of the week, you know? Yeah, and the more you do it, it's like everything like uh, practice makes progress. The more you do it, the easier it'll get to edit, the easier it'll get to do everything. So. Awesome. Yeah. And this has been a fantastic visit with you. I, I forget how much I love it uh, until I start doing it again. I'm like, Oh, I can just talk for hours. Okay, Everybody so, told me, God, you're always laughing like a hyena. And I'm like, I'm not changing that. That's who I am. So are, are you saying there's going to be another episode out here soon? Yes, of course. Yes. All right. And I'd love to have you guys on my po- on my podcast as well. Anytime. Pero, pero well, puro, puro español. Va a ser todo español. Okay, está bien. <laughs> I'll be here. I'll be just a pretty face. How's that? You'll be there soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take care of your positive energy. Yeah. yeah. We'll so, some. how long have you guys had the podcast? Uh, since October. Desde octubre de... No, septiembre. Octubre de... Yeah, September. Oh, yeah. September? My yeah, month. Not even a year. Your, your podcast will be successful. That's a great month to start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, uh, so yeah, we, like you talk about growth too. It's like, we, we started off feeling like, you know what? We don't want to burden anyone like, you know, doing more than like one podcast a week. And now we have, a, we have some momentum. We have a rhythm. We're getting repeat guests in. We're talking about, which allows us like deeper conversations and a follow-up conversation. So we can, you know, continue these talks along. And I feel like that's where we're bringing a lot more value. It's not just a light touch now where right. we can actually kind of dig in a little bit and start getting into some more meat as, as opposed to, oh, yeah, we saw the pretty skin on top. It looks good in the, in the sugar case, but what, what's really inside. Yeah, and, so, and the more you start talking about topics, um, the more you find that stuff and topics need to be, you know, addressed and talked about. And the more you start recording, the more comfortable, like you're not as scared of burning people or burning like stuff like that. You just, you get comfortable and people love that. Oh yeah. They can feel it through the mic. They can hear it through the mic. Well, Joelle, don't be scared. I, be yourselves. Be free. Inspire the yeah. world. Inspire the world. I love it. So Joelle, it's been great having you on, our, uh, on the podcast. Thank you guys so much. You know, it's, it's so It's amazing to collaborate with other people from Las Vegas. You know, I love my city so much. I love the people in it. Um, And it's great to, you know, meet you guys and and collaborate. I hope we can do a lot more projects in the future together. Absolutely. Absolutely. We would love that. All right, Jolly. We'll see you soon. All right. Take care, you guys. Bye, everyone.